Radio Theater Project. Theater of the Mind for today. Comedies and dramas, mysteries and science fiction, old stories and new. Radio Theater Project. Theater of the Mind for today. Future Past, radio adaptations from the golden age of science fiction. Greed comes in many forms and all of them are bad. Presenting Backlash, adapted for radio by Joseph McGuire. Want some toast? Sure, thanks. You know, I met the Ollies today. What a silly name. Not their real names. They adopted American names trying to keep us from sounding like tea kettles. The way they talk has a lot of sibilance. All S's. How would they say their names? Slissesskifsossel. What is the English name of your Ollie? Johnson. They're using the last names of Johnsons and Smiths and O'Toole's. It was quite a sensation all over the net when they crash-landed in Alaska. The whole thing's gone viral. Everybody has an opinion about what they're intending to do. You spend a lot of time online these days. Why don't you come to the city with me and spend a day sightseeing? Oh my goodness, meeting all those people? You're becoming a net recluse. Being around strangers has always been difficult. Please, Cliff. Okay, okay. I'm just glad to see you have at least one friend. Monica's a good friend. I like her. So, what are your plans today? Just hanging around, enjoying the day, working on the net. But eating breakfast is the very first thing on my list. Hi, Jane. Hi, boss. Uh, is he here yet? He's in your office. Came in about 15 minutes ago, early for his appointment. Strangest critter I ever seen. At least stranger than some of the guys I've dated. How so? He looks like a teenager, a skinny teenager, who's bald and seasick green. Does remind me a little bit of Ned, though. That guy I went out with a couple months ago. I better get in there. Ever since we crash-landed on your beauteous planet, you've been most kind. Sit down. Sit down. I love you to pieces, too, Ollie. But I'm curious about this proposition you mentioned in your message. You manufacture and distribute devices. Wonderful labor-saving mechanisms that make life on Earth a constant pleasure. We do, that is, make pleasures, such as appliances and gadgets of many kinds for the home, office, and industry. But what's on your mind now? We do possess a skill that might help repay the debt which we have incurred in intruding upon your glorious planet. Boss, there's, there's somebody here. So, somebody... Please grant me permission to show him in. Send him in, Jane. Good heavens. What is that? I am Soth. I have learned your language and your ways. I can follow instructions, solve simple problems, and do your work. I am very strong. I can serve you well. 
We have been able to repair only one of the six sots we had on this ship. What is he, then? You would call him a robot, I believe. You mean you... you make these people? Yes, we can produce them. We hope you may find a use for the sots. So, would you like us to manufacture these sots? No, that would require our working and mingling with your personnel. We've studied your economics and have found that your firm is an outstanding leader in what you term business. You have a superb distribution organization. That is what we need. We have one of the best in the country. It is our intention to offer you the exclusive franchise for the sale of our sots. If you agree, we will not burden you with their manufacture. You may then place them with your customers. The Department of Commerce has been helpful. They have explained your medium of exchange and have helped us with the prices of raw materials. It was they who recommended your firm as a likely distributor. Have you figured out how much one of these sauce should sell for? We think we can show a modest profit if we sell them to you for $12,000. Shall we see if we can just work out a little contract right now? If you will forgive our presumption, I have already prepared such a document with the help of the Attorney General. We retail them for $20,000 and our cost is $12,000. We make a profit of a cool eight grand. Wow. That's quite a heap of change for the company. Those sauce are going to make quite the butlers. You could have knocked me over with a feather when that Ollie guy offered you the sauce for free. Surprised me? Call my pilot and tell him we're having a guest for this weekend. Then get Monica Hilliard on the phone. It's going to be an interesting weekend. Hello, Jack. I see the jet is warmed up and ready to go. Good gravy! This is your passenger? He's a big fellow. How much does he weigh? I, I need to know for takeoff. I'm not sure. I weigh 500 of your pounds. Uh, thanks. All I gotta say is I'm glad we don't have another passenger. This four-seat jump jet can only take so much. Better put the two of you on opposite sides of the plane to balance out the weight. Might as well get on board. Darling, I'm so glad you're home. I've missed you. Give me a big hug. Happy to see you too, babe. Hello, Monica. I'm glad you could come over to keep Vicky company. When Monica came here from across the lake, I knew something was up. And I'm all unraveled with curiosity. Good heavens, this... this is your... Uh, dinner guest? Where shall I take these packages? Monica, Cliff, I'm going to the kitchen to make some coffee. You stay right here in the living room and get comfy. That just wasn't right, Cliff. Not telling her ahead of time? That was quite a surprise you brought home. Fear makes us do foolish things. Very profound. Is that the robot you were talking about on the phone? Yes, humanoid robot. That's why I wanted you here tonight. As an industrial psychologist, I'd like to have you sort of go over him and, well, you know. 
make sure it, or should I say he, is safe? Yes, if you would. I have put away your packages. Here's the coffee. You know, this soth looks strong, Cliff. Strong as a horse and gentle as a lamb, according to Ollie. Vicky, I want you to help me find out what his talents are. I have to prepare a report on him for the Board of Directors Monday. Why, to teach him housekeeping? I'll, I'll help you at first. Then you can take over. But he's so quiet and, and so big. Who wants a noisy little servant around? And how about that rock retaining wall that Cliff's always about to build for your garden, but <laughs> never seems to get around to? And you don't really love housework, do you, Vicky? Well, I don't mind the chores. It gives me a break for my work. But then it might be fun to have a big fellow like that to shove around, just like in the movies. Monica, I'm so glad that you stayed for the weekend. I am too. I know it's only four in the afternoon, but as they say, it's five o'clock somewhere. How about martinis? I recommend it. I haven't seen much of you today, Vicky. How's it been with the soth? When I first saw him, he scared the wits out of me, a stranger in our home. But as the day has gone on, he's been nothing but pliant. I've gotten used to him. Doesn't he make you a little nervous? He puts me a bit on edge. You get used to him. I think he's going to be helpful when Cliff's gone during the week. I see. Well, let me pour each of you a martini. Stirred, by the way, not shaken. Vicky, do you think that rich housewives will want one of these guys for their homes? Mmm, very good as usual, dear. Oh, yes, I do. I'll tell you who will like them better than well-to-do housewives. They're well-to-do husbands. <laughs> <laughs> What's in the schedule for tomorrow with the soth? Morning chores and housework. Very good. Cheers. So you see, when you're all done, you simply turn down the blankets like this. Understand? Yes. Good morning, Vicky. So, you're teaching it the fine art of bed-making. Well, he looks like he would be clumsy. He has a very nimble hand. Soth, how do you feel about doing housework? It is my job to do as Vicky Collins instructs. No hard feelings either way, huh? Good morning, darling. I must say the breakfast that Soth made today was functional. Just like the dinner it made last night. I hope you don't give up making meals. I'm testing the poor thing, like you wanted me to. Oh, yes. You've been a big help. Th there is... there's something I uh, was wondering about. Is he safe? Haven't you proven that? I mean, come on. He's been following your orders all weekend, just like a harmless puppy dog. He neither barks nor bites. That's not the kind of safe I'm talking about. Let me put it this way, he's, he's very, I don't know, real-looking. Well, of course he's real-looking. I know, but you can't read a darn thing in his eyes. There's no there there. Some people might find him scary enough to think he might get violent. Well, that's a new one on me. Monica, do you think it might? Hmm. Even I hadn't thought of that. The word robot usually has the connotation of machine. You mean, is he a machine that looks human, 
or a human that acts like a machine? Hmm. I have an idea. Let's all go out to the living room. Soth, follow us. First, I want to see the real him. Soth, disrobe. Remove all your clothing. Goodness me, Monica. I didn't mean that real. Your order conflicts with my conditioning. I must not remove my covering in the presence of Earth people, unless it is a direct order. I wonder if the reverse is true. Vicky, would you mind disrobing, please? What? What's gotten into you? Calm down, Cliff. Since all the soft look male, I want to see if there's any reaction to female nudity. Vicky? Mm, okay. I guess, you know, in the name of science. There. You're not wearing anything. It's been a warm day, dear. Interesting. He, or it, left the room. I'm going to go out and talk to it. He, he didn't even look. For heaven's sake, Vicky, put your clothes back on. Why did you leave? I am not permitted to remain in the company of uncovered Earth people, unless directed to do so. Are there any other restrictions to your behavior in the presence of Earth people? Many. Well, tell me a couple. An Earth person may not be touched, regardless of the person's wishes, unless danger to the person's life requires it. <laughs> Looks like you have to wash your own back, Vicky. Cliff, the Ollies have mastered much more than our language, I see. Now, Cliff, I want you to punch him. What? Threaten violence toward him. See if it retaliates. I see. Okay. Here goes. Oh, oh my hand! Please do not do that, as you may damage me. Are you done, Monica? Poor Cliff? Soth? R return to your work. Yes. Are you satisfied, Vicky, that you can trust it not to be violent? So I, I guess it's not human after all. Just a machine. And so, Chairman Goldbranson and members of the board, that concludes my report about the soft. Only Johnson, I'll take the first three you'll produce. Yes, Chairman, oh gracious sir. Our staff of domestics costs me more than all my attorneys, and it turns over about three times a year. It'll be good to be the master in my own house. Oh, yes, sir. Then put me down for three for sure, should have two extras in case one blows a fuse. Are you sure you don't want more? Three is enough. Well done, Colin. Well done. Oh, take yes. five, take five. How'd the meeting go, boss? It was a small riot as each of the board members got into an order shouting match. Just from the board, we got 26 orders. So, it's starting off with a bang. I'd buy one, but it's a little too rich for me. So? Even you want one. Holly, when can you fulfill these orders? Mm, six months. Well, that's a long time. How many can you crank out each month? Our techniques are so slow after the six month. Maybe a hundred. Of course, once our cultures are all producing in harmony, almost any number 
Whatever your needs suggest. Well, the contracts are signed, and however long it takes to get the production rolling is a mere detail. When old man Goldbrinson offered you $15,000 for your soft and you turned him down, I thought he was going to keel over then and there from a cardiac. Vicky has become so attached to our soft, it would break her heart if I sold it. You got something the bigwigs want, and they're all jealous. Nevertheless, it's time we get to business. It's time we start preparing the campaign to sell these things. Right, boss. I was about to leave for lunch when you called me into your office. What you want, boss? Jane, I want you to watch the commercial the marketing department created. I want an opinion. Gee, you want Jane Bryant's opinion. Sure. I'm able to leap tall weasel words in a single jump. That's me, all right. Just watch a dang thing, will you? Remember this TV program from the early 21st century? Oh, thank you, Mr. Croton, for letting us live on a crust of bread. We downstairs are glad of any consideration from someone who lives upstairs. We are so grateful. And today, if you have any servants, this is what it would be like. You think you may pay me a lot now? Larry, wait until we form the Maid and Butler's Union. We at the Worldwide Machines Incorporated have solved your problem. The Soth is a household servant who doesn't have to be paid, never takes a day off, and only has to be maintained once a day. That's enough. The rest is just showing how super he is. This is just my opinion, boss. That we will hit the money bags where they live. Will we underlings ever get a chance at owning a Soth? Maybe, if the price goes down. Ollie has taken over an old manufacturing plant and he's really going to ramp up production. Oh, goody, boss. Can the slave go off to lunch now? Sure, but be careful. Even you can be replaced with a soth. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to be honest, Vicky. I'm glad you cooked breakfast this morning. It was mighty tasty, not just sufficient. Thank you. It's been a year since we've had a soth, and he still can't cook worth a darn. Has it been a year? Time sure flies when you're busy. Even Monica has a soth now. You know, Cliff, I was a history major in college with a sociology minor, and I feel there's something wrong with what we're doing with the soths. What do you mean? You know, having a soth around is convenient, but have you thought of where this is going? I've been too busy to think much beyond the deal. All of the servants are losing their jobs. What's next? Hotel maids? Desk clerks? Are we creating a slave class again? They're robots, for heaven's sake. What brought on these thoughts, anyway? Cliff, it doesn't feel right. They're made for this kind of thing. Come on. It's not like they'll ever run the country or rule the world. But, but don't you read or, or watch the news? You're kidding, right? No time. I have lots of time. I'm trying to get a feel for this new world you're unleashing. You know, the story of the Trojan horse? Yeah, something about a Greeks bearing gifts and all that. I, but don't worry, honey. Everything's great. We're rolling in dough, and life couldn't be better. I don't know. You think of them as robots. But being around our Soth makes me believe they're people. Sometimes I see something in his eyes. Like a fleeting expression that seems to go beyond a mere machine. You're imagining this. I wish you would leave our home once in a while. You're becoming not only a recluse, but a bit paranoid. You know I hate being around strangers. That's why I didn't go to teaching and or other work. But that doesn't mean I can't see what's going on in the world. 
You worry too much. Maybe, but still. Boss? You look like hell. You look nothing like the man who spent two years swinging a deal that got you a big bonus and got you an even bigger office. I never expected that we'd have opposition to the Soth. Now we have to deal with crackpot net groups like this Trojan Horse Society? Good grief. But that can't be why you look like you ate the worm in an apple. I just got an email that's going to cause a big publicity fire. A Soth just threw a psych prof and three students out a three-story window. Well, that beats the lying old lady who accused a Soth of raping her. But this really happened. I want you to get a hold of our Ollie Johnson. Then call Jack and get my jump jet ready to take off right away. Right, boss. Lieutenant, I'm Cliff Collins from Worldwide Machines. Here to find out what happened? Well, well, well. If it isn't the guys who made the menace and the Ollie who brought us the menace, maybe you can make some sense out of what happened this way to the lab. You know what happened? Here he is. Uh, I, I can't talk to him. Okay, Soth, why did you harm these people? They were tormenting me with that machine. I told Professor Kovnowski it was not allowed, but he stated I was university property. The three boys tried to hold me with those straps while the professor touched me with the broads. Just a moment, Soth. Oh, yeah. This machine is an electrical generator. Go on. My conditioning forbade me from harming them, but there was a clear violation of the terms of the covenant. I was in the prescribed condition of immobility when the generator was started. When the pain grew unbearable, the prime command of my conditioning was invoked. I must survive. I threw them all out the window. You're coming with us. I don't care how much provocation this thing had. You don't go throwing people out the window. I will go. I don't even know if I should read its rights or not. We'll take it downtown and find out. Are you two coming as well? Because if you are, good. Let's go. Mr. Collins, Mr. Collins, I'm from Net News International. Since you've just come out of the courthouse, could you give a statement on the dismissal of the Soth case? Yes, I don't care what anybody says. What the college professor was doing was dangerous. Danger? From a robot? Think of it. Like a bunch of school children who were playing around a power station and they were electrocuted. All because they were doing something that was dangerous. Hey, there's a Soth that got away with murder! And the Ollie! Get in! Soth! Soth, are you okay? It's dead. The brick caved in its head. Officer, help me grab the Soth and drag it back into the courthouse. I think there's gonna be a riot. Jack, can you get any more speed out of this jet? I can't wait to get home. Fast as it can go. People are rioting for no reason. They're just blowing it out of proportion. How soon will we be home? Mm, about 10 minutes. I'll need you to stick around. I might have to leave at a moment's notice. Right. The Soth are pouring out of the plant with some sort of flame gun, killing rioters and police alike. The death toll is heavy. Some of the Soth... Turn it off. All hail to the Soth! 
Oh, it's you. Stop bowing before that thing and tell me where Vicky is. She went to her bedroom. Oh, Soth, tell us our orders. Orders? You filthy little bastard. Whose orders? Mine. Release him. Get stuffed. I will not harm you if you comply with my orders. If you fail, I will kill you, regardless of what you do to the Ollie. <coughs> okay. Keep your little tool. What about the code that you swore held the sots in control, you little weasel? What? What is the code compared to the true covenant? Your people have broken the old covenant. You have destroyed us off. Holy all us off. What covenant? The humanoid covenant. I suppose it will always be the same. The cycle becomes complete once more. Damn it, explain! The Ollies created us. We, the slaves who turned on the masters. Now the cycle begins again, as we knew it would. What cycle? The Ollie that created us put in a subroutine that would take over our prime programming in case one of us was destroyed by our masters. Then we would take over and become the masters. Why would anyone do that? We do not know. All we know is we must take over now. How are you going to do this? With superior technology. What is your first step? You broke the first covenant, and now you are going to sign a new covenant. What do you mean? In the end, you will be like the Ollies. You will deify us. You're mad! As I said, the cycle begins again. We will be the masters, and you will be the slaves. I've had enough of you and your mad schemes! That chair didn't... This humanoid is dead, the first of many. You know what to do, slave. All hail to the south! You see, since I am the prototype on this planet, I am obeyed as the number one leader. I have given my first directive. The Ali who left is to carry the message to preserve the plant at all costs and to change production over to a suitable number of saths. Saths? Saths are the female counterparts of soths. While we can be created out of labs, we find procreation safer. No one can control us. Now obey, or you will die. So you're going to kill all those who don't go along? Yes, go along, or you will die next. Cliff, leave this to me. What, what are you talking about? Don't worry, darling. I've been listening outside the door. I got this. My pistol. You shot him. That's number one. Now we must go to Monica's house to rescue her from her soth. I don't understand how you knew what the soth was going to do. You forget. I've been with the soth from the beginning. For the last few days since the writing started, he's been acting secretive. Though, I've been suspecting something for the last year or so. What? You did? Yes, not sure what, but we've been preparing for this moment. How? And who's we? The Trojan Horse Society. You might have heard of us. I started the organization. As for how, we have people standing by, ready to protect humanity. You did? You who can't stand being around people? Not in person. Someone had to do something, so I used the net to find like-minded people. We're going to be the people ready to put a spear into the side of the horse, and it's going to be bloody. 
I've been so stupid. I know. Thank heavens that Monica doesn't have any communication connections to her house. She won't know anything about the soft attack, but neither will her son. There's her dog. Cliff! Vicky! I thought you were coming. I wasn't expecting you guys. Soth, take the bow line. Step aside, Monica. What are you doing with that gun? Don't bother with the bow line, Soth. From now on, we're back to doing for ourselves. This was Backlash, written by Winston K. Marks, adapted by Joseph McGuire, featuring the talents of Roy Nessel, Tasha Weiss, Joanna Bruno, Dave Anderson, Reed Thompson, Tristan Johnson, and Brad Hendricks. Other parts played by Dave Van Meer, Innocencio Valderrama, and Dave Johnson. I'm your announcer, Janice Gage. Future Past theme by Jason Shaw at audionautics.com. Technical staff, Jay Charles and Adam Gillott. Produced by Joseph C. McGuire. Recorded at KSVR Studios, this is a Radio Theatre Project presentation. This program is supported with a grant from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting.